Let's start with prayer. Hi, right, guys, come on in. Father, I thank you. I thank you. Father, I ask, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And Father, let us only see Jesus. Let us only see Jesus. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's turn to John 10. I want us to read this again. If you have a Bible, if you can join me. I want us to look at these words. I, I'm one of those that I've got to see it, hear it, and, and say it or listen to it so that I get it. I get it. All right, John 10, I'm going to begin in verse 34. This is Jesus speaking, and he's talking to the Pharisees, and they don't like him. And he said, is it not written in your law, I said, you are God's? He said, if he called them God's, and this is where I want to get to, unto the word on whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be be broken. Do you know how wonderful that is? Here's your anchor. Here's your anchor. The scripture cannot be broken. You can stand up to the devil. You can stand up to God. You can stand up to your grandma because the scripture cannot be broken. That is something to get in our hearts. Now Romans 2 same scriptures we've done for the last three weeks, but we want to look at them. We want to get them in our hearts so that we can use them so they're beneficial to us. Romans 2, verse 11, Paul speaking. He said, for there is no respect of persons with God. There is no respect of persons with God. This one isn't more special than that one. This one isn't more loved than that one. There is no respect of persons with God. You know what he's looking for? Faith. That's all. He doesn't look at your color. He doesn't look at your gender. He doesn't look at your ethnicity. He doesn't look at your income. All he's looking for is faith. And if you understand there is no respect of persons, then anything that we read in this Bible that happens to somebody, God will do for us too. He will do for us too because he's no respecter of persons. And if you even think he's being a respecter of persons, you can call him on it. Look. Scripture cannot be broken. Don't you be playing with me. I need some help. And we're going to see that today. I want you to turn with me to Matthew 15. We are talking about how Jesus, Jesus, how Jesus dealt with women. How he deals with women. So you know why? So he'll know how he deals with us. So he, we know how he's going to deal with 
with us. And this woman loved this woman. Matthew 15, verse 21. Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. He's on the Mediterranean seashore. And it says, and behold, a woman, a woman, not a man, a woman, of Canaan, that area, came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Now let's take a look at this. Number one, this woman is not a Jew. She's not a Jew. She's not going to the right church. She doesn't belong to the right people. She's not even accepted of the Jews. She's a Gentile. But she's heard of Jesus. And she comes out of the coast. She made the trip. She heard Jesus was in Tyre and Sidon. And she goes there knowing she's not a Jew. But she's got a daughter that has a problem. It says, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. My daughter, she's not even coming on her own behalf. She's coming on her daughter's behalf. On her daughter's behalf. You know here, it doesn't say how old the daughter is. It doesn't say how old the mother is. All it says is my daughter. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Do you know that to be sick is grievously vexed with a devil? Do you know that being, um, to have a drug addiction is being grievously vexed with a devil? Ask anybody that has been addicted. Do you know that being an alcoholic is being grievously vexed with a devil? Ask any alcoholic. Do you know that insanity is being grievously vexed with a devil? Ask me. God delivered me from insanity. Do you know that any issue, poverty, is being grievously vexed with a devil? Ask anyone that's in poverty. Grievously vexed with a devil. That's what this woman had. She had a daughter. A daughter. The daughter needed help. Nobody could help her. And where she goes, she hears Jesus is coming. She goes to Jesus. She goes to Jesus. And now let's see what happens. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto Jesus, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But Jesus answered her. She, uh, Jesus answered her not a word. He wouldn't even look at her. Wouldn't talk to her. Wouldn't talk to her. I don't know if you're the kind of mother I am. But if my child needed help, somebody was going to hear me. Somebody's going to hear me. And that's what this woman did. Jesus said, he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and beside her, beside him saying, send her away. Tell her to get lost. 
She's crying out after her. So you know right here, she didn't ask just once. She didn't ask just once. The disciples are getting fed up with her because she won't shut up. She won't shut up. Who is she trying to get the attention of? Jesus. What does she know about Jesus? He's got the answer she needs. Jesus has the answer she needs and she knows it. She's seen everybody else get healed. She knows Jesus has the answer. Why did she even come? Because she heard Jesus was there. She knew Jesus could take care of her daughter. He could heal her daughter. So she comes and they're saying, tell her to get out of here. She's crying out after us. She won't shut up. Oh, and it says, and for she cried out that of us. Verse 24, Jesus said, but he answered her and said, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Wouldn't even look at her. I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Did she give up? Did this Gentile give up? Did she say, oh, I'm sorry, I bothered you? No. What'd she do next? Smart woman. What does she do next? Smart woman. Take a lesson from this woman. What does she do next? Then she came and worshipped him. Then she came and worshipped him. Oh, lady, you are smart. She came and worshipped him. She worshiped him. She fell down at his feet. She worshiped him. And she said, Lord, help me. Help me. Did she need the help? No. She came on behalf of her daughter. She didn't need the help. Her daughter was the one that needed help. But what did she say to Jesus? Help me. I have a situation at home. I need your help. The daughter didn't come. She came for her daughter. Do you hear me? The daughter didn't come. She came to Jesus for the daughter. For the daughter. Do you know what that means? You can go to Jesus for the daughter. You can go to Jesus for the son. You can go to Jesus for the mother. You can go to Jesus for the, the father. You can go to Jesus for the nephew. You can go to Jesus for the husband. You can go to Jesus. This woman did, and she worshiped him. And Jesus said, it is not meat, it is not right to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Jesus just called her a dog. He just called her a dog. Put it on Facebook. He just called me a dog. He called her a dog. Did she stop? Did she stop? The disciples asked her to, 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 to get her out of here. She won't shut up. Did she stop? No. She worshipped she worshiped him. He tells her to her face, it's not right for me to help you. I'm here for the children of Israel. She didn't stop there either. Do you hear me? She didn't stop. She didn't stop. She didn't stop. So what happens? It says, 
uh, and take, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Now she's a dog. You know what she says? Truth, Lord. You're right. You're right. I'm a dog. You're right. I'm a dog. Truth, Lord. He said, but the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. The dogs get the crumbs. All I'm asking for is a crumb. All I'm asking for is a crumb. And look what Jesus says to this Gentile. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, Now, remember, she came to her because of her daughter. She's on behalf of her daughter. So she's crying out after Jesus. They tell, her to, they tell him, send her away. He doesn't send her away. She worships him. He tells her, I can't help you. I can only help the Jews. She didn't stop. She kept crying. She kept worshiping. And then he tells her, look, you're a dog. Only the kids get, get it. And she says, okay, I'm a dog. I'll take a crumb. I'll take a crumb. And you know what Jesus said the next thing? Woman. Woman. Great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. Because she wouldn't quit. Because she wouldn't take no for an answer. That's all. She wouldn't take no for an answer. Jesus answers her back. Woman, great is thy faith. Do you see what faith is? Do you see what faith is? She wouldn't let Jesus go. She wouldn't quit. She wouldn't quit. It got, she came to Jesus, he tells her no. It gets worse. Then he tells her she's a dog. She doesn't quit. Now he says, woman, great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. And not only great is thy faith, he said, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. Even as thou wilt. You get what you came for. You have what you came for. You have what you came for. It says, uh, and her daughter, and her daughter was made whole from that very hour. That very hour. She wasn't even there. Do you see? She wasn't even there. How many times have I prayed for somebody that wasn't there and God healed them there? And God did it there. Jesus wasn't there with her daughter. She didn't bring her daughter. But Jesus healed her daughter because of the woman wouldn't stop. That's how Jesus dealt with that woman. She wouldn't quit. She wouldn't quit. She wouldn't quit until she got her answer. All right? Let's take a look at, I want to go with that. I want us to turn to Luke 18. This is a man, but I want us to get this. It says, Luke 18, verse 1, And he spoke a parable unto them, Jesus, to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. We're going to put a woman in there too. Look what happens. There wasn't a city a judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. Didn't care. And it says, And there was a widow, a widow, a woman, 
No husband. And back in those days, widows, you know, they didn't have a lot of status in the community. A lot of them were destitute. Why? They had no husband to take care of them, to feed them. All right, a, a widow in the city, she came into him and said, avenge me of my adversary. Avenge me of my adversary. This guy, this person, this adversary is after me. Avenge me. Fix it. Fix it. And he said, and he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me. Troubleth me. How? She won't shut up. She won't shut up. She won't be quiet. She won't quit. Why did Jesus give that Canaanite woman what she wanted? She wouldn't quit. What did he call it? Great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. All right. It says, because he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. The unjust judge about a widow that wouldn't shut up. That wouldn't shut up. It says, and, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night before him, though, the, though he bear long with them. I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. Avenge them speedily. Now we know, what was faith with the woman? She wouldn't stop. She wouldn't stop until she got which she came for. She didn't go to the right church. She wasn't a Jew. She, didn't, she doesn't even say she has any status. She just wouldn't stop. She had one thing she needed, and that was to get her, the devil off of her daughter. The devil off of her daughter. You know, I have a, I have a, um, a testimony, and I want to put it in with this. I had a member of the family that was in the military, and there were some things that happened in their lives, and it ended up that it got so bad that, that they wanted to commit suicide. And I tell you what, they made a concerted effort. They made a concerted effort. I think three times they stopped him before he committed suicide. And they, they put him in a hospital. And um, we, we were contacted. He was out of state. He was away from all of us. And they, they, they contacted us, and they told us where he was, and that he was going to jail, that, you know, and, and i tell you what, every time they let him free, uh, he, would, he would try to commit suicide. He was, um, I'm not even going to tell you, because I don't want anybody to try it. I don't want anybody to try it, how he did this. You know what? There is an answer. There is an answer. There is an answer. There is no reason to commit suicide. We have a God that can fix things. We have a God who loves us and can fix things. Well, he ended up for a little while in jail. And I remember, I remember a member of my family called me, and they were all upset that he was in jail. I said, why are you upset that he's in jail? He can't commit suicide in jail. I said, we're buying some time. And then they put him in a hospital, and they said they wanted to do this procedure on him. And you know what? The man, the man was so distraught and so distressed and so didn't care that he lived that they said, we want to try this with you. And he signed the papers. He signed the papers. He was so depressed. He signed the papers. He didn't even really know what they were asking. But we did. 
And I got phone calls, and, and, and they were saying, we can't get to him. I'm down here in Texas. He's up there in Virginia or Maryland or somewhere like that. And they said, we can't even get to him. They won't let us in the hospital. They won't let us go see him. They won't let us talk to him. And they're getting ready to do something that we knew was going to destroy his life. Nobody could help him. They went to the captain of his ship. He was in the Navy. And they said, you've got to go get him. You've got to help us. And he said, I can't. I can't do a thing. He said, I can't do a thing. So they called me back and they said, we don't know what to do. We're helpless. I said, we got one, one more avenue, and that's prayer. I said, we got Jesus. He can get to him. He can get to him. You know, the, we were, and just like that Syrophoenician woman, I was here the night that they were supposed to do the procedure. And what did we do? We worshiped. Jesus. We worshiped him. And I worshiped him with everything in me, knowing that God knew what was on my heart, knowing we had a family member that was in dire, dire trouble. So I worshiped him. I didn't cry. I didn't scream. I worshiped Jesus. And I didn't stop. And we were even dancing. And I was, that time I was dancing. And I was dancing right down here. And right when I got right about here, the Spirit of God came up in me. And I said out loud, I said, you can't have him. You can't have him. Do you know, the, they, he was on the gurney getting ready. To go into the operating room. He was on the gurney. And the moment I said, you can't have him. Moments later, his captain walked in hundreds of miles away into the hospital. Right where he was. The ship was hundreds of miles away. He walked into the room and he said, you can't have him. You can't have him. My God took. That captain drug him, <laughs> got him to go hundreds of miles to the hospital and say, you can't have him. Do you know that man, that man is well today. He's not on any drugs, no psychiatric, no, um, no suicide, no nothing. He's living a normal, happy life. Why? Because we have a God that will hear, that will hear if we do not give up. If we don't shut up, we go to God and we call and we call and we worship and we worship and we do that until we get our answer. And you know what Jesus called that? Great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. You know what our problem is? We're too lazy. We're too lazy. Oh, we'd rather eat. We'd rather sleep. We'd rather watch TV. We'd rather watch our children be destroyed. That woman wasn't lazy. That woman came for a purpose and she got it. I want us to turn. 
I want us to turn to, let's see, let's go to... Let's go to Romans, oh yeah, let's go to Mark 9. We're going to look at a, what a gentleman did here, but there's a, there's a phrase here I want us to see. All right, I'm going to begin in verse 14. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about him, and the scribes questioning with them. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, when they saw Jesus, were greatly amazed, running to him, saluted him. Jesus is here. Can you imagine? It says, and... He asked the scribes, he said, what question you with them? And one of the multitude answered him and said, Master, I brought unto thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. He said, and wherever he taketh him, wherever the spirit taketh him, he teareth him. And he foameth and gnashes with his teeth and pineth away. And I spoke to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he answered them, and look what he answered them, O faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? And look at the love of Jesus. Bring him to me. Bring him to me. He didn't tell the disciples, you know, well, you have no faith, so we're just going to let the kid go. Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. He said, bring him to me. He said, and they brought him unto him, and when the child saw him, straightway the spirit tore him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. I've seen children like this. I was a school teacher. I've seen them. One of the reasons I'm up here is I told God, you've got to clean me out. You've got to make me or I can help these children because there's no help. There's no other help. He said, and he asked his father, how long ago since this came? He said, of a child. And oftentimes it cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, if thou can do anything, He's got a child with epilepsy. He said, if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Did Jesus have compassion? Did Jesus have compassion on, his on that man with the child? Did he have compassion? Yes, he did. He did. Jesus is full of compassion. He said, and he, Jesus said unto him, if thou can believe, all things are possible if thou can if to him that believeth. All things are possible. You hear that? All things are possible. All things are possible. You don't think there's a way? I love the phrase, God can make a way. God can make a way. They told us with my family member there was no help. Oh, yes, there was. God made a way. God made a way. And he said... And straightway the father of the child cried out and said, With tears, Lord, I believe. Help thine my unbelief. And when Jesus saw the people running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying, Thou dim and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and ran him sore and came out of him. And he is one that was one dead, and so much many, many said he was dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. There is nothing impossible with God. You know what the wonderful thing about that Canaanite woman is? God loved her. God loves her. Do you know what the wonderful thing about that woman with the vexed child? God loved the child too. God loved the child too. 
You know, we don't think, and I've heard it from when I was little, well, you can't pray for your family members because they have their own will. Where is that written in the Bible? Where is that written in the Bible? It's not. It's not. You got faith? Are you at the point where you won't stop? Are you at the point where you won't quit? Where you'll go to Jesus and you won't quit? You can help that child that Jesus loves. You know that vexed child Jesus took the scourge for? Do you know that vexed Gentile daughter Jesus took the scourge for? Do you know that vexed daughter Jesus took the nails for? Do you know that vexed child Jesus took her sins and his bones became dislocated for her? Do you know that Jesus went to hell for her? Do you know he was rejected of the Father for her? Don't you think that he would want to heal her? Do you know that Jesus was raised from the dead for her? Why was he raised from the dead? Because his sacrifice satisfied the Father for her. You know, there's a, there's a, I, I didn't put it out, but there's a proverb. I think it's Proverbs 21. And it says, the seed of the righteous, the seed of the righteous. Are you righteous by the blood of Jesus? By the blood of Jesus. You can only be right, righteous by the blood of Jesus. Not in what you wear, not in how you act, not in where you live, not who you are. You are righteous by the blood of Jesus. You know what it says if you're righteous by the blood of Jesus? The seed of the righteous, the children of the righteous, shall be delivered. Shall be delivered. You can call God on it. You can call God on it. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. I'm going to say a quick testimony, and then I'm going to go. When my son, my third son, six weeks old, was very sick, sick. To me, he had full-blown pneumonia. And, and, and I was at a, a friend's house. I was in the sign business at the time. And, and I went over there because we had business, and, and my child probably had nothing more than a really bad cold, but he was only six weeks old. We had to take him to the doctors when he was a week old because he had this. And then we come back, and he, and he couldn't breathe well. He was all stuffed up. He couldn't nurse because he was all stuffed up. I and mean, it was awful. I was up every night. And, and the devil's telling me, you know, I'm going to kill him with pneumonia because I had pneumonia when I was a child. So, so I'm hearing this. Well, I go to my friends who was also in the sign business, and I'm there working out some construction that we're doing that day. Anyway, she said, Kathy, I have some news. She said, the one that drives your truck, the four, because I was, I was, um, I had contracted their truck. They said, um, his baby died this morning of SIDS. They found the baby dead in the crib. That baby was a month older than mine. They found him dead in the crib. And you know, that devil was telling me right there, you're next. You're next. For whatever you did, you're going to have a dead baby. Do you know the Spirit of God rose up in me right then? And I looked at the woman. I wasn't looking at the woman. I was talking to the devil and God at the same time. I said, you know what? 
I said, I'm sorry that their baby died. I said, but my baby will not die. And you know why my baby won't die? Because there's already been a death in my family. And he, was, he died, and he was buried, and he was raised again for my baby. You get that? Do you know that baby got better that day? That baby got better that day. Why? Because mama believed. That's all Jesus is asking. Believe. Believe what he did for us. And for those that aren't born again, you need Jesus in you. Jesus said you must be born again. You need the man that died for you and your children and your parents. You need the man that was buried for you and that God raised from the dead because he was satisfied what Jesus did for you. You need that man. Jesus said you must be born again. And how are you born again? It's simple. Jesus made it simple because he loves us. All you have to do is say, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. I believe that you died and was buried and raised again for me. Come into my life, into my heart. And you know what? He will. He will. Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.